film was kind of about what I thought it would be. Guys played really hard. Uh, it was a, another physical game, and uh, just proud of our team for, <clears throat> I think, playing our most complete game. Um, you know, I think last week we played probably played our most complete half, and uh, I thought we put you know four quarters together. Um, you know, with our with our ones. Um, you know, just starting with our defense. The defense was outstanding. Uh, <clears throat> really gave up. 112 yards total with our ones and um, the rest came on the last couple of drives when we subbed out, uh, which would give us an opportunity to really, you know, teach those guys. Uh, but just overall great day, turnovers, um, interceptions, the pick six. Uh, we got pressure on the quarterback, uh, affected him. Uh, did a great job, you know, uh, really all day in that regard and just, uh, you know, proud of, proud of the team. You know, a lot of, a lot of guys stepped up. Obviously, Barrett Carter out, and uh, Wade Woodass and Kobe uh, did a nice job of, of um, uh, stepping in and filling that role for us. Uh, but, but just a really another great day, uh, you know, for our defense. A lot of competitive plays, and uh, guys are guys are taking a lot of pride in what they're doing. Uh, still, plenty that we can we've got to you know clean up, and keep learning from. Um, opportunity to keep coaching those guys for sure. But, um, you know, another really good day. And then offensively, thought Cade was outstanding, uh, you know, completion-wise, made some big plays with his legs, uh, some great throws, and his guys made some, some, some great, great plays for us. Uh, so, you know, it's, uh, it was a fun day. Uh, we were really balanced on offense. Uh, you know, thought we could hope we could run the ball. We were able to do that. And then uh, that opened up some things in the passing game for us. Uh, really good on third and fourth down. Uh, and then a lot of big plays. You know, we had about eight guys that, that contributed. Eight, well, really, really, if you count the play from Hunter Helms at the end, that was a big play. Uh, you know, as far as the, the yardage, had about eight, eight or nine guys have some big plays for us. Uh, I thought we protected well, uh, and uh, you know, had a couple of couple of miscues up front. You know, in eighty something plays, but I thought our OL. Uh, really did another nice job. I'm glad we were able to play a lot of guys and just continue to, you know, create the most competition that we can, uh, you know, with, with the guys that uh, are playing. Uh, dropped a few balls that we need to handle, had a couple of penalties we need to eliminate that were, that were unnecessary. And, uh, you know, had the one interception, which which was just, you know, just didn't place the ball right, right where it needed to be. But uh, overall, again, another really, really good day. Um, and, um, you know, just got to, got to keep rolling. Got another great opportunity this week. Um, another, really, another ranked team and really good football team coming in here with North Carolina. We've had a great year, great year and coming off a big win, uh, just like we are. So be another great day, senior day, uh, always special time in the Valley and, and, uh, last time, you know, until next year that, that, uh, that stadium would be full. So. Uh, look forward to another great week of preparation, uh, another great opportunity this week uh, in the Valley. Uh, Injury-wise, uh, probably one of our cleanest games, actually, uh, you know, big picture-wise, other than Sage. Uh, we did lose Sage, and um, he, he, he tore his ACL, so uh, really going to have to have surgery uh, this week. And um, so I really hate that for him. He was having a really good year for us and just – you know, uh, you've heard me talk about him many times. Um, 
He's made some big plays. One of our most physical guys. A lot of big blocks. Does a lot of things you don't necessarily always show up on the stat sheet, but that's a um, that's a big loss for us for sure. Um, so really hate that for him. But um, he was the he was the one you know major injury uh, that we had. Hey, coach, it's Trevor Gross from CUTigers.com. Um, you kind of gradually brought Avion along um, this season, and, and then, of course, he made his first start against Notre Dame, had a great game, played 60 snaps, and then another great game yesterday with the with the one-handed pick um, and some nice PBUs. Um, was there a point at, at which, in practice, you, you kind of saw that he, he, he took a step forward as, as a true freshman and was ready to, to be a regular player or – you know, was was it kind of a baptism by fire against Notre Dame? Uh, I mean, I think a combination of all those things. I mean, we started out really, we were primarily focusing him at nickel. Um, you know, he's going to, he'll play a lot of nickel over his time here as well. He's a, he's a very talented young player. And, uh, you know, but that was kind of where we were working him a good bit, uh, creating some depth there also at corner. And uh, just, you uh, <clears throat> you know, with J. Lou getting hurt, obviously Sheridan hurt, well, all of a sudden, you know, it created more opportunity for him at corner. But he's he's a kid that, you know, we knew early on. Uh, I mean, I've been all the way back, all the way back to camp. Like, okay, this guy's he's going to be he's going to be he's going to be a, something special, and he's just one of those guys that you just knew would get better because he's very focused. He's just like his brother in that in that regard that he's just about his business all the time, and uh, he's. He, he's got a great aptitude. Uh, he's competitive. He's got a ton of confidence. Uh, spark force out there. Hey, Coach, it's David Hood. I was speaking of injuries, thinking about Will Shipley. That looked like targeting yesterday in a way, and maybe against NC State it was. You know, when you look at those, do you send those into the league office? Did you ever get an explanation from them after the, the hit at NC State on him? Yeah, we send everything in that we – disagree with um and uh, we do get a response but you know it's kind of confidential what those responses are it's kind of we don't really that's it's really not something that we're supposed to get into um but i will say that you know uh al riveron the, the director he he uh, he's very uh you know forthright and uh, calls it like it is uh, whether he agrees with you or not and i certainly appreciate that but, uh, yeah, we turn everything in, whether it's a, something like that or a missed hold or a PI or whatever. And, you know, we've had several things over the year, over the over the course of the year that we turn in that, yeah, they agree with that they missed. And, you know, it's frustrating. But um, they 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 and then other things that we've turned in that they don't agree with. Um, and so at least you've got good communication and, you know, but and you use it to to learn and educate yourself and, and your team, but, but then also the things that they do agree with that you turn in, um, they use it, you know, Al uses it to try to hold his guys accountable. So, you know, there is some, some accountability doesn't, doesn't help in the moment or the day after, uh, but uh, at least there is a process of accountability on the other side of, of you know, because it affects those guys, you know, as far as how they, you know, get games and, and postseason and all that type of stuff, you know. So I think he's I think he's doing a good job of trying to um, have transparency and accountability. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, those were, you know, I mean, it's 
that's definitely one we'll turn in. And, um, you know, we usually get a response a day or so after it, you know, but it's, that's the type of stuff that we keep, we keep confidential. Debo, this is Larry going to Ennis's loss. I'm just curious for some of your extended thoughts on filling that void and the readiness of, of Josh and, and Olson Pat. Yeah, Josh is ready. I mean, he's, he's been kind of waiting his time and, um, and obviously went in there the other day and took advantage of his opportunity. I had made, made a couple places. He's a very, he's a very uh, natural athlete. Um, he's very instinctive, really understands the game and the nuances of the game. And that, you know, he's played about every position you can play in football. He's played quarterback, running back, tight end, receiver, DN, linebacker, safety. I mean, he's played everything. So he just, he's just got a high aptitude for the game. He's, he's got, uh, um, you know, just uh, a, a unique athleticism to him uh, with his body type, plays with great uh, confidence. So this is a good opportunity for him, obviously, and he took advantage of it the other day. And then, you know, it it, it puts Olsen uh, a little bit more, you know, in the fray as well. So a uh, guy that we have, you know, high, high expectations for. And, and then now that there's only a couple of games left in the regular season, you know, Marcus Dixon is another guy that – uh, can now play uh, if we need him. So all those guys who – most most of our guys have at least two games left. So pretty much everybody's so – our, our depth starting this week will be a little deeper, whether it be special teams or just, you know, some position depth from some guys that, that um, you know, could be available if we need him. Hey, Coach, it's Trevor again. Speaking of the tight ends, um, I thought that that one play, you know, brings to all, obviously a great touchdown, but – I thought that play he made um, fighting for the first down on on the fourth down conversion was yeah. was a real big moment in the game. Yeah, sure it was. It was a great great play and good second effort to make sure he got it. Um, we had one other one on a third and two that he that he just didn't hang on to that I think he would have got to, but uh, he uh, that was a that was definitely a big play uh, in that in that sequence uh, of plays and that drive for sure. Hey, Davo, it's Chop. I know you touched on this in your presser a little bit, but um, just want to follow up on the the fake punt. Uh, how, how did that kind of come about? And um, execution wise, what went wrong there to where that didn't work out? Yeah, it's just an alert, and uh, you know we should have punted the ball there, uh, but you know just just we just didn't execute it well. That's you know, make a call and didn't work out the way you want for whatever reason, and nobody's fault but mine there. So. You know, just just didn't go the way you want it. Coach, what about what about text fake? I don't know if you call it a fake punt. Um, it was it was a weird formation, yeah. and and it wasn't their punter back there, so I'm, I'm sure they didn't surprise you. But what what happened yeah. on that? Just made a good play. I mean, we were there. You know, we were right there. I mean, I think you know he, he started running at first, and I think that might have hesitated a little bit, and then he threw it on the run. Uh, but uh, kind of late last night, but we, we, we were right there. Kid just made a, made a heck of a play uh, right on the sidelines close, but um, you know, good, good play by them. Yeah. But Larry, again, when, when somebody makes a play like Tyler did with that catch, how much, I guess, power can that have to energize an entire sideline? Not that y'all were flat beforehand. I'm just curious just how much of a shot that can give a whole team when that happens. Oh man, it's huge. Uh, just like when you drop a wide open touchdown can deflate you. Right. 
or you drop a pick six uh, that's a walk-in. You know, those are type of things that you that can that can you know take air out of you a little bit. You know, um, those those plays like that are plays that just you know enthusiasm is contagious, um, and and just uh, you know that's how you that's how you get it rolling. You know, you know, put the ball in position, and that's what quarterbacks love is to see guys you know make them make them right and uh, reward them for you know putting the ball at least in position to to make a play. Um, you know, go back to the national championship in uh, January of nineteen. Uh, horrible, horrible throw by Trevor. And Justin Ross reaches back and just makes one of the most amazing catches, right? And, you know, uh, it's just a play in the game. But but plays like that uh, just – it's like it just throws gasoline, on, you know, on, on the fire. And uh, so that was, uh, that was one of those. It was, it was good to see. Hey, Coach this is Trevor again. Um, you mentioned the uh, the incredible pass by Cade in between four defenders to Brennan Stoll for the touchdown. He really threaded the needle on that. But um, how fine is the line, or is there a fine line between um, you know making a throw like that and, and knowing you can make it, and you know wanting to protect the football in those situations, especially the, given the struggles that y'all have had with turnovers in the red zone this season. Yeah, I mean, we just kind of we, – we went into that game, hey, we're going to be aggressive. And, um, you know, we kind of read it from outside in and um, just let it rip. I mean, I, I, I'd rather say whoa than go. Um, you know, it's just part of – it's just part of him learning and growing. And, and um, you know, that was a great play. And it was an awesome play by Brenny too. I mean, because it was a kind of the – I mean, that will be on every coach's – blur drill tape uh for sure that was the epitome of blur drill um but um yeah i mean you know we trust him i mean we trust kate um and you know, we got to let him play and you know we've got to we've got to score touchdowns and you know you're not going to just score touchdowns just handing it off all the time you gotta you gotta go you know cut it loose and, and let it rip uh you're gonna have some bad plays as well with that but you know this is an opportunity for us to to really uh, grow our team and try to finish with with some momentum, you know, we've hit won a couple of big games in a row. And, uh, he's uh, he's made some big plays, and, and we and I'd say we've kind of won in some different ways these last couple of weeks. Uh, but I definitely think, you know, we, when we get in the red zone four times and four touchdowns, uh, so that's a that's a great area of improvement for us for over the course of the season. Coach, it's David, David Hood again. Just to my untrained eye, it looks like maybe the last couple of weeks, a little less RPO in the offense and just more kind of called, you know, straight plays, or am I not seeing that? I would say you're definitely not seeing that. Um, uh, okay. We probably had more RPOs in that game than we've had in a long time. Um, you know, and that's how that's how a bunch of those balls got thrown to Bo and uh, he had he had a couple of big you know the first big play to Bo that Bo had was an RPO. Uh, oh several, several of Tyler Brown's plays were RPOs. So um, I'm glad we got you fooled. Well, and I was going to ask then, does that mean that it seems like you're executing the RPO game better than you had been in previous weeks? 
that is the definite. Uh, we're definitely executing better and just with a little bit more confidence and dis- decisiveness and, you know, blocking on the perimeter, um, no doubt. About, and just, you know, being being in rhythm. You know, some of those RPO things come when you're like when you're in rhythm and, uh, you know, you're, you're knocking down some first downs, you're playing with a little tempo and those things, you know, uh, gradually, you know, happen within your offense. But uh, we had we had several, you know, built in, um, you know, where it's a it's a give or a throw, you know, uh, <clears throat> based on based on the decision the quarterback makes. Is Larry again, does it feel like Thomas Austin's going to just ride the, use the ride the hot hand approach at guard from here on out? That seems to have worked the last couple of weeks. Well, I mean, I'd say so. I mean, you know, we just – but it was good to be able to get the other guys in there. I think that's the best approach, honestly, you know. Um, uh, it's, it's great. I mean, I don't think Trent and Harris, you know, I mean, even though they played, I think, every snap against Notre Dame uh, – I don't think we want to have to live on that every single week. It's good. It's good to be able to get Colin. Uh, of course, Colin. Colin is Colin. Uh, you know, he's just a he's just a great young talent. And I mean, it was good to get him back. And uh, he brings a presence in there for sure. And it, honestly, it was good to see Mitchell get back in there and play well. I mean, he he had his best game. And you know, sometimes you just gotta. You know, sometimes you just got to lose the opportunity or, or just go sit for a while, you know, to kind of, you know, everybody can have a slump in anything that you do. And, and um, you know, he just had a couple bad games and, and uh, I thought he played well. He did some really good things and that was encouraging. So, you know, we need all those guys and it's, it'd be nice to be able And we ended up bumping Mitchell and Colin out at some tackle as well and got him some reps there um, and got some other guys in too. So, I was, I was pleased. I mean, again, we, you know, 80 something plays. I mean, there's always, you know, a, a poor footwork here, didn't quite finish here, you know, but it's never perfect. But I thought those guys competed their butts off once again and, uh, you know, did a nice job. Proud of all those guys, Trent and Harris, uh, certainly missed a couple plays, but made a bunch of them. And then Colin and, and Mitchell, I thought they added, they, they added some value. And it was good to see that. So encouraged, and hopefully, you know, we can we can keep that type of depth going. Uh, and it gives you options. You know, if somebody's not having a day, it's nice to be able to have somebody else and to be able to get in there and get it done. Uh, so pleased with what we saw, and um, hopefully, we can keep building on that. With Tristan, do you think that knowing he's the sort of full time guy uh, at left tackle has been helpful for him? Uh, yeah, I mean Tristan's a baller. I mean, I, heck, he when we started him at guard was that um, a couple few games ago before Colin got hurt and he played well. Uh, he played really well uh, in there at guard. So, you know, he's uh, he's a guy that's just very conscientious and he just takes it serious. He's, he competes his butt off. I mean, same thing. He's he's a sophomore and it's his first year to really play uh, significant snaps and he's not perfect, but he's. He's getting better and better and better, but he competes his tail off, and he's got good length um, that he he knows how to use. Uh, he can get a little he can get a little high every now and then and get bullied some back, but but he learns from it and he um, doesn't make many mistakes, you know, over and over. I mean, he's he's a quick quick uh, quick fix guy, which you like, uh, especially at that position. I'm encouraged uh, by all those guys, and I tell you, you know, Blake Miller is. 
he, he's he's playing really well for us. Um, I mean, he's he is playing some really really good football. Um, just kind of quietly about his business. Uh, he's had a moment here or there throughout the year, but these last few games, I mean, he is he has really become just a steady Eddie out there, and he's just a sophomore. So uh, encouraged by by what we've been able to do these last couple of weeks. Hey, coaches, Trevor again. Speaking of the offensive line, uh, Colin Sadler was uh, flagged for ineligible downfield, uh, negated a big completion. Yeah. I, yeah. I guess that's a, a good learning moment for him. But how is is that one of the more difficult things for a young offensive line, especially when you have a quarterback like Cade? Now that's on, around a lot. That wasn't on Sadler. That's on Cade. Uh, okay. know, those, those are the type of things you know people don't really understand what's going on there. That's a that's a hand. That's an RPO. Uh, that's a handoff, you know, and honestly, he, he either should have handed the ball or he should have thrown the ball to Bo, and he held the ball. Uh, you know, he, you know, he had the slants tagged and you read it inside out, and he just got spooked a little bit by the, by the, there was a cover down guy, and, and that's, he should have just came right, his eyes should have just come right out and just put the ball on Bo. You have to throw that ball on time. You know, uh, that's not a play where you can hold the ball because it's an outside zone scheme to the left. And, you know, guys are running and climbing. And if he throws that ball on time, it's not a problem. But he 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 pulled the ball down because he was he was going to throw the inside slant. And then he, he like I said, he just he, he he got scared a little bit from the, the saw the backer buzzing. And really, instead, all he did, Bo was wide open, just just read it inside out, put it on him. But he pulled it down, you know, which is good, too, because he 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 didn't like it. I'd rather him do that than you know, make a, a bad th- throw. And um, so he pulled it down and took off running and, and hit Bo on a scramble drill, you know, forgetting that it's an RPO. And you know, the next thing you know, you got a lineman downfield. Uh, so, you know, that's – it shouldn't – quarterback has to protect line in that, that situation. Now, there are certain things that are some RPOs where we tag and they know what we have. But in that particular case, that's – you're just counting on the quarterback. The ball's either handed or it's gone like on the catch. So nobody's getting downfield. To be honest, I, I probably didn't, I, I didn't even see that play because I was probably tweeting. So I'm glad I asked. <laughs> Thanks yeah, for pressuring yeah. me on that coach. Yeah. Yeah. David, again, I think I, I did see this, and I hope you don't tell me I'm wrong again or I'm just going to take a football class. But <laughs> it, it looked like Haynes King at times he would see what he thought was man and it would go zone, or he would see what he thought might be zone and they would go man. Was that, you know, one of Wes's best efforts or the defense overall and in kind of confusing what, what Georgia Tech was trying to do? Uh, I mean, a little bit. I mean, we, we mix it up like we do every week. Um, you know, I think I think they did a nice job of some of their you – know, they worked hard on their disguises, um, you know, whether it be manner zone and some of their uh, alignments. Um, you know, they, they worked hard on that, but – um, I think the I think the biggest thing was just our ability to get pressure, you know, to win up front. I think was the biggest was the biggest thing that that I think affected the quarterback. If you go back, you know, he's only been they've only had eight sacks all year, so it's not like he's been in a situation where he's been he's been getting hit like that. And um, you know, four sacks is half of what they've had in nine games. So um, I think that was probably the biggest thing. 